Okay, Tom here again. So today I'm going to be talking about the latest Lecrae video that he dropped. And it landed in my video feed from YouTube, so obviously he and I are kind of talking about similar issues. And, you know, coming from an African-American hip-hop artist perspective, and for me as a middle-aged, genix, Asian-American Christian, it's... This is a topic that the church and Christians who are well-meaning and well-intentioned, sincere, we need to address this because, I mean, Lecrae says it right on. I, I agree with him completely, but he says it much better. So it's worth 15 minutes of your time just to go and listen to him because if you and especially if you're a deconstructing Christian, his story just goes to show that you think that you can deconstruct your faith and walk away, but... You can also reconstruct your faith and actually come back to God. It's not always just one way and that's it. And it's worth listening. But there's two particular clips that I want to I wanna share with you, just kind of give you a um, preview, but also give you my reaction to it as well, because this is actually very powerful. It's almost like prophetic. After the music stops, what's next? Not saying I'll never do music again, but saying this aspect of it, when it stops, what happens after the show, after the set, after the music stops? What's next? Will there be fellowship, prayer, disciples? Will you read your Bibles? I mean, will there be fellowship, prayer? This It's basics. You know, I think a lot of us, because I'm somebody who deconstructed and went through deconstruction and dealt with being de-churched and not trusting the church. And these like things can be triggering Prayer, disciples, Bible. It's like, oh, uh, uh, trigger, 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 trigger. It's fundamentalism. It's it's evangelicalism. I hate it. But guess what, man? These are ancient, ancient spiritual practices that are beneficial. They may have been co-opted by people and structures that you have a distaste for, but that's because they were really beneficial and good things. Fellowship is great. Hanging out with like-minded people who can help you become the type of person you want to be is amazing. Prayer is like entering into another dimension with the creator of all creation. Disciples, it's like investing yourself in other people. Why would you not want to do that? In the Bible, I'm not necessarily talking about the codex that we have in these books and pages. That's a blessing. But I'm talking about literally the word of God that we have put into this very easily transferable form, but however you get it online through that memorization, I don't care, but it's God's word. Why would you not want to hear from God? So, you know, you know, Lecrae is exactly right. And I think that what a lot of people who have been hurt by the church, who have left the church and because of that, they're deconstructing or they're ex Christians or they're ex evangelicals. And what many of us who are hurt or who have been hurt by the church, the institutional church have to realize is that there are ancient biblical practices and disciplines that are true back then, two thousand years ago, and are true today. And even if it has even if it has been misused or misapplied and systemized into a structure that the current church thinks is correct, it doesn't mean that it's not the right thing to do. It might be that the current church has made us so programmed or structured that the structure itself damages your own personal belief in these disciplines. Because the Bible says we do need to actually pray, we do need to have community, 
and that we should be disciple and grow in our faith because as in anything you know if you're involved in something you should be growing and learning and maturing and that goes for the Christian faith as well you know when I watch these people on on YouTube who are deconstructing a lot of them are I think reacting to the the legalisms and the fundamentalisms and the very human or man-centered application misapplication of biblical principles and because they're so sincere and following after this when they see the the dissonance between what the Bible says and teaches versus what their teachers actually apply and how it's applied it can it, it can cause issues it can cause disbelief so I would just say that you have to discern between the principles that are in the Bible versus the principles as it's been poorly or wrongly applied and know how to differentiate between that because wrong application of a principle does not mean that that principle is wrong it just means that it's been misused I know that a lot of churches have these um, um, as an example I know that a lot of churches have prayer prayer ministries and you know prayer is great but if you look at church leaders in the current structure you know when you have prayer meetings you want to get people to go because I think for them as supposed leaders of the church they want to show that their their congregation the members of the church are growing so they encourage it and sometimes they actually go beyond just a well-meaning encouragement into really strong-arming people into what becomes a legalistic attending of a prayer meeting, which is not a bad thing. It's a great thing, but because of the means by which people get you there, it becomes legalistic. So that's actually the wrong application of the wrong wrong application of a will well-intended intended goal, which is to actually have people pray more versus just, you know, if you actually have a true community and you're, you're hurting, you say, hey, can you pray for me? And people can just spontaneously say, I'll be praying for you. I'll be keeping you in my prayers this week. And I think that's what the Bible really, truly wants. So principle versus the wrong application. All right, so here's a second clip you know, with this whole particular thing. And a lot of it had to do with um, a lot of backlash from, uh, it's a long journey. I mean, that's a whole conversation within itself. You know what I mean? Like, but it's a long journey. And I, I love sharing how I got there and how I overcame it. And I understand when people are de-churched or they're just not interested, um, I get it. And I'm like, hey man, um, walk with me. You know, walk with me. like here's a step in the journey of like processing what you want to do with faith. Like here's a step in that in that space where you got somebody who understands who's not trying to berate you, who's not trying to say, how dare you? You know, who's just saying, listen, I understand. I understand why you wanted to walk away. I understand why you did walk away. And um, I did, too. But, you know, I went on a journey and I found that um, Jesus is worth it now. Some of the infrastructures that people have built around Jesus should be burned to the ground. But Jesus is absolutely worth it. Is it okay to love Jesus and not go to church? All right. So church as an institution in America 
is not the the thing that God was talking about in the scriptures, right? The or, or the institution that we see in a lot of the world, right? Church is a community, is a body of people. It is not an institution um, that has oratory and a stage and music and, uh, you know, just the whole like theatrical style of it is not like that's a, that's not an ancient prescription. That's more of a current phenomenon than it is this ancient prescription of this like theatrical oratory style where someone has to be an amazing orator and you, you know, you got this like Broadway-esque type of thing happening on Sunday. I think that's more of a consumer, like Western capitalistic economic driven thing. And that's not what God's intention is. God's intention is a body, a group of people who need each other, who rely on each other, who confide in each other, who have different gifts, different abilities, and they use them collectively together to one, demonstrate that God is amazing to the outside world, to usher in the kingdom as Jesus was doing, to support one another um, because there's different needs. And then there's order within this fellowship, right? Paul lists out like the order that he'd like to see regarding it. And so that's why there's like elders and so on and so forth. So that's what church is supposed to be. We don't really see a lot of that um, in our society. We see people showing up on Sunday to come to a play or a Broadway presentation. They're disconnected from one another. There's not really genuine fellowship. You don't know if you'll see the same people from week to week. There's no real connectivity or genuine relationships. So a lot of churches, institutions have had to create these things called community groups, hoping to facilitate some community. But that even becomes awkward because now you're forcing people to connect and like jive together instead of like an authentic way of living amongst each other. And so I, I, I get it. I get why people struggle with that. And if that's not a problem for you and you can find some resolve and, and that works for you, then praise God, you know, but all of us can't get around needing to have fellowship with other believers uh, to have a group of people that we're so interconnected with that, man, they can challenge us, encourage us, call us up to a higher standard or tell us like, hey, we see this and rally together to 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 live out righteousness in society and serving people like we all. That's what the church is supposed to be. Um, and so I get it. <laughs> Lecrae is a lot more blunt about it than I am, but he's absolutely right. I say Maybe too nice a term, but the institution that man has built up around the church needs to be burnt to the ground. And, you know, the sooner the better. That's why in my previous video I said that, church, you need to change or else you're not going to make it. Seriously. But apart from the institution of church, Lecrae is right. Jesus is totally worth it. I know that because the institution of church and the infrastructure is so overwhelming; it can come, it can come across as if that's exactly what God wants you to do. And because of the poorly applied principles of the Christian faith into the business of church, 
people people reject and people leave. When I was in college, I didn't follow after Christ. I I kind of lived my own life. I did my own thing. But after I was, but as I was graduating, I had to confront this reality: Do I really believe what the Christian faith teaches, or or not? Basically, I did my own research as to why I should or should not believe what the Christian faith is about. And I believe that, and especially so much harder 30 years later, there's so much there's so much baggage that Christianity brings with it. I, I can understand why people, as Lecrae said, I, I, I get it. Um, I, there's so many reasons to not believe. But at the heart of it, you have to find out why you will not believe or you will believe. And instead of relying on what other people's bias viewpoint is, you need to make your own determination as to what you want to do with this God, with the God of the Bible and this Christian faith because you have your life to live. And at the end of it, you know, we'll all stand, and I believe this, we'll all stand before God and have to be accountable for what we did with our life and what we did with Him, with Jesus. And you can't say, well, so-and-so said this and they deconstructed and... No, that's not going to cut it. There's time for you to actually explore and find out what the Bible teaches. And not just about the spiritual world, but just about how the world fits together. And I believe that the Christian worldview makes the most sense and is the most reasonable of all the other belief systems, whether it's atheistic or non-atheistic. And if it means that you need to leave the church, church building, and its programs, and what we consider the institutional church to actually explore and find out what you believe about the about the Christian faith, then you might have to just do that. And if people question you for questioning or having doubts about it, I would just leave them alone because this issue about why you're here and what you want to do about Jesus, it's not an easy it's not an easy question to answer. And if it takes you more time, whether it's in the wilderness on your own journey or in the world exploring or just in the books reading and find out more about it. Everybody's faith is based upon their own belief and their and this belief has to be based upon what each person determines to be rational and reasonable and probable. And if it takes you more time, then take the time because once you find out why you believe and why it makes it makes sense for you, then that sure foundation won't be easily shaken. And and only you can know whether you're lying to yourself about why you deconstructed and why you left the faith. Because you know, I was watching this other video and this deconstructed ex Christian was basically saying, Is it reasonable to believe in God? The question isn't is it reasonable to believe in God? But it's question, the question is, is, is it reasonable compared to what the alternatives are? So you can't look at the Christian faith in isolation because then you're in a vacuum. Then you have to believe something. And are those somethings better or worse than what the Christian faith and Christian worldview is? That's the question you have to answer. And instead of jumping on the background of, oh, everybody's deconstructing, so it must be right. 
you have to make your own determination. And you know, the title of Lecrae's video is called I Deconstructed. So I was kind of surprised, but happily surprised. But he goes to show that you can reconstruct your faith. Again, you know, deconstructing your faith is fine, especially if it's a faith that's based upon institutional Christianity. If you deconstruct and you say, I don't believe this anymore, you need to deconstruct that completely because that is a false idol. That's an empire man. And if it means that you reconstruct your faith based upon what the Bible really teaches, based upon your own exploration of what the scripture says, then take the time. Lecrae's video, watch it. It's, it's a different perspective, but it's powerful. He's a very well-spoken man, and I respect him for just his sharing of what, what he went through and knowing the knowing the business of church in the Christian music industry. I'm just glad that I didn't have to go through that. And he's come out stronger through it and for it. So have a listen.